0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the newest episode of Muddling Through. We hope you guys are all well and have had fabulous weeks. Charlotte, how has your day been today?
1: My day has actually been really nice, thank you. I've literally just had a complete chilled day to myself. I usually hate spending time like completely alone but I got so much organizing done I did a face mask I painted my toenails I went to the post office you know just like all the little nitty-gritty things that sometimes you just don't have time to do and yeah I basically spent the whole day by myself and it was just divine so definitely promoting self-care this week um Antonia how's your day been
0: Productive, I like it. Um, my day has not been so productive. I had day off today from work and I was like I'm going to do all these things, got a long list, didn't do any of them but I also didn't enjoy my time not doing anything so that's what I'm kind of annoyed at but it's actually very apt for this episode because today I just managed to spend all day on my phone just checking it scrolling through it mindlessly woe is me but today's episode is in fact muddling through social media.
1: Antonia I like the raw honesty that you just had there and just been like Do you know what I just did and I spent the whole day on my phone like I actually can relate to that so much and um, but at the outset of this episode we just kind of want to explain that we're not slating social media we obviously both use it and we do think it's super super beneficial for so many things like keeping in contact with people especially if they live abroad or if you have like long distance friends or relationships or anything growing a business or a page you know like we wouldn't be kind of where we are now without the modeling for instagram page because that's what we use for like most of our promo and stuff but we did want to shine a light on how it can sometimes be a little bit like dangerous especially for people's mental health and well-being and um, this is especially being highlighted to me recently as a lot of people that I know have deleted their social media platforms and have said that they're actually a lot happier without them, which I just thought was really interesting. Um, So we just wanted to have a bit of an open discussion about the impacts of social media and the way it can affect us. Okay, so starting off for some context, the average age that people get social media now is nine years old, which I think... It's absolutely crazy because I swear I had a Nokia brick when I was like 10. I don't even think I had a phone when I was nine years old. And I swear, I don't think I had social media until I was at least 12 in retrospect. And I actually remember, do you remember when you used to get Facebook and my age on Facebook says I'm like 47 because I had to lie because I think you had to be like 13. And I don't know why I didn't just like make my year, make my age one year older. I decided to make it look like I was about 26, which was (laughs) super bizarre. I did that too. Have you not changed it back? No, I didn't change it back. And my old boss always comments on my page every single year being like, happy 37th birthday. And I'm like, oh my God, I really need to change it back. But no, I have not done that yet. But um, I still think 12 is like a little bit young. Like I can't believe that people have it at age nine, to be honest. Because I feel like if I had kids, I wouldn't really want them to have it when they were nine. But I also wouldn't want them to feel left out. And I wouldn't want to be that parent that's kind of, holding their kids back from not like being part of the group and not having social media but something about that like just doesn't sit right with me.
0: Yeah I get that as well because there's issues with letting them on it and issues with not letting them on it. I can't remember how old I was when I got Facebook. I think it was, well it was definitely before you were supposed to get it and I had people before but obviously when we got social media, social media isn't what it is today. It was literally just like saying goodnight to your friends on Facebook and doing those weird who do you love the most like who's the funniest like weird things like that it's not like what it is today so it's kind of hard to compare. I can't really imagine being that age and being on social media now especially with Instagram and likes obviously is such a huge thing.
1: I actually always think this when it comes to kind of what we look like as 12 year olds like now I understand I think more why 12 year olds look so old because I used to seeing people that look older and look more mature and have better outfits and have better makeup and whatever. Whereas when we were younger, like, there wasn't that much to compare yourself to. So you just looked like a stupid 12-year-old. Do you know what I mean?
0: There weren't so many faces that you're exposed to you weren't like constantly following fashion pages you weren't constantly following like influencers or bloggers or whatever like that you only kind of had the people around you to look up to so yeah I do totally get what you mean um so globally people now spend an average of two hours and 32 minutes on social media and that is as of 2021 so we were actually gonna see um what our average Instagram time is I think mine's probably quite bad, especially after stay and life in general. I have really been on my phone a lot recently and I can definitely feel the impacts. But let's check. How do I check?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you go in your activity on your settings on Instagram. I'll do mine first because she's getting hers up. My Mine says that my daily average is an hour and 10 minutes and I'm not going to lie. I don't even think that's accurate because I think I've had like quite an up and down week, like Saturday. Saturday it says I spent two hours and 32 minutes just on Instagram, which is actually the exact amount of time that people spend globally on their whole social media. So that's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it's not even including Twitter or Facebook. Um, I have eventually managed to get mine up and my daily average is 30 minutes.
1: What? What? Oh my God.
0: i am quite shook by that my biggest was monday um and that was 45 minutes and today which i actually thought was going to be really bad is 26 minutes yeah actually (gasps) that makes sense because on monday i came home from work at so i finished having my tea i've obviously been working the bar two o'clock in the morning i start clicking on instagram reels I was there for about half an hour. I didn't go to sleep so late. I was like, why am I doing this? But I can't. As soon as I'm on the reels, that's me. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with them.
1: No, you're in a hole when you get on reels. It's like TikTok. Like, I don't really use TikTok, but that is just a hole that you can't pull yourself out of. But I'm actually really embarrassed now because I was like, oh, an hour, like, that's not even that bad. And you just said 30 minutes and I've just proclaimed to everyone on Monday or whenever it was, I spent two hours and 32 minutes on Instagram. How <laughs> embarrassing! Not to
0: make you feel worse, but when you think about how long two hours is and what you could do in two hours, you've spent that on Instagram.
1: Honestly. Well, actually, this is one of the reasons why a lot of people I know have deleted social media, primarily because they spend so much time on their apps and like a lot of people have like that app that like limits your time on the yeah. app but like un- unless you put a specific setting on then you can override it and Louis used to do that like he'd click on it and then just override it and override it and override it and his instagram time was like so high up so it's interesting that that's why people have deleted it but gosh do you ever think about like just deleting your social media obviously you've used it for like a number of years but would you ever prefer to like never have it again like if it disappeared for everyone
0: um well, in relation to just me deleting it, I have thought about that quite a lot, but I don't know, I guess it's kind of natural, but the thought of deleting it actually makes me like, very scared. I don't know, it just would feel weird, I feel like I'd feel quite isolated from everybody else, there's so much that I keep up with just through social media, like even friends who you don't speak to all the time, it's kind of nice to know what they're doing, but I guess in the scheme of things, do I really need to know that they went to this restaurant, do I really need to know that like they met up with this person, if they haven't told me themselves, it's probably not that important. But I don't know. I think I'd feel a bit weird about it.
1: Yeah, I totally feel you on that one as well. I definitely feel like I would feel isolated. And a lot of people kind of put forward the argument against that, that you then arrange to meet someone, and then you find out all about like what restaurants they've been to and what they've been up to without already seeing it.
0: Yeah, and to be honest, you'd have more to discuss, wouldn't you? You'd have more to speak about. But also, I've been actually thinking about how important I do find social media recently. Because I do read the news pretty regularly but I am mostly stay informed through social media and the different accounts that I follow so I do follow quite a few twitter and instagram accounts that kind of focus on current affairs societal issues and they always get information across in quite concise and easy to understand ways and I really really enjoy them and I feel like I get a lot from them and I learn a lot from them um so I do feel like if I did delete my social media I would definitely be like, less informed with what is going on in the world. I think I was like, exam time, and sometimes I did use to delete my apps during exam time and there was discussions like I know I've just said I've read the news news, but I must have like not even clicked on the news for a couple days I think it was maybe some sort of fires or something like that and everyone was speaking about it and I was like I literally don't even know that this has happened how could I not know that this has happened anyway um but for example with the horrendous situation in Afghanistan obviously at the moment social media is playing a huge part in keeping the rest of the world informed um and obviously there is the news but behind every news company there's obviously political bias and you are often hearing from the same voices. But on social media you are hearing from people who are like either experiencing the events or maybe have family experiencing the events um, and they have their own opinions and insights and I feel like social media has given me a lot of insight into that and into their opinions and it's I think so much more raw and genuine hearing it from these people than it is reading it from a newspaper. And I think that people being heard is definitely invaluable, but obviously going to social media for news information has its own issues with fake news and trolling and conspiracy theories and all that. But I think the thought of deleting social media and kind of losing that access to the opinions of the masses you know is one that i definitely don't like at all
1: i kind of feel the same like a good page for me that i love that i think you also follow is simple politics yeah like i gain so much knowledge from simple politics that i like just didn't understand before and i feel like even sometimes at the dinner table like i can add my point into conversations and like whatever and it does make me feel so much better and i'm so much worse than you like I don't really read the news I don't have a subscription to anything I just have like the sky news that pops up on my phone and often like unless it's something that I know is like really current or like is it really important like I won't read it and I do get a lot of information from social media so I guess on that perspective with kind of gaining information and not feeling isolated I don't think I could ever delete it but there is something that like I like about the fact that if nobody had it I feel like we'd go back kind of not go back in time, but kind of when people communicated on a different level and sent letters. And it's just a different form of communication, if you know what I mean. And there's something about that that I quite like. And social media does sometimes make me feel quite anxious. So I can see the benefits of deleting it as well. Especially how much Instagram time I bloody spend two hours, two and a half hours. That's just unhealthy.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I think I would feel differently if everybody didn't have social media. But kind of in reference to the point of, you know, getting like Sky News notifications on your phone. And speaking that, we do obviously get a lot of information about the news from social media. It can also really kind of, this maybe sounds like really bad, but it can be so emotionally draining when you're constantly hit with all these alerts and banners on your phone, all these headlines, and obviously the news is just filled with horrificness and destruction. And I feel like most, like, especially over the last year, I just think it's just been bad event after bad event after bad event after bad event.
1: Yeah, I feel you in that one, like especially during COVID at the start, like we religious, watched the news like three mm-hmm. times a day and at one point I was almost like enough's enough and I didn't read anything newsy on my phone and I didn't really look at anything on social media for like a couple of days and I felt so selfish because I was like I know people are dying and this is horrific but like this is what I need to do for me and like to put my kind of mental health first that's what you feel you need to do so I understand your emotional training point. I
0: completely relate to that because it's almost like a privilege well it definitely is a privilege that you can turn off your phone and I'm just going Kind of block out that these events are happening, and obviously many many people can't, and they're living it, and that is why we also have to kind of raise awareness of it and be present. But it is also hard when you kind of think about the way that we are also being desensitized because we are constantly hit with all of this information. Like yesterday, I was scrolling through social media and I was looking at all the videos from Afghanistan, and I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was feeling sick. I was just completely shocked. I was just, I didn't even know how to respond to the videos that I was seeing in particular. I'm sure that you guys have all seen it, but the videos of people in Afghanistan climbing on the planes as they were on the runway, like a way to take off because they're just so desperate to escape the horrendous situation that they're in. And I was watching these videos and I just, I just couldn't believe it. And obviously I'm watching this from like the safety of my own home. And I was looking at it and then I was like, kind of looking into the situation a little bit more and then the next minute I found myself watching a video of people doing a TikTok dance and then the next second I was watching a Love Island clip and then I was looking at a dress and I was like, how can I have gone through all those stages of emotions and 15 minutes later I'm thinking about a dress after watching that kind of video and I was just feeling like so upset within myself that I was able to kind of like go through that when I know that people are having the most horrendous time and here's me kind of watching it feeling sad and then okay I'm just going to go back to my like comfortable life it's like we're so desensitized to it and it's awful
1: yeah completely that is when you kind of recognize mostly your privilege that you can just switch these things off or flick to different things and social media does play such a large part in that like what you said like i was watching somebody's story this morning and it was loads of articles and loads of videos of everything that was going on in afghanistan and then the next part of her story was a picture of a sausage dog swimming in like a lake in paris or something and i was like oh that's so funny look at this little dog and i was like hang on a minute like have i just completely forgotten about all these other awful things that i've just seen and it is it's just it's just horrible yeah and I
0: think as I said some days you can get distracted by something else which sounds really bad but it, it does happen or you kind of fall into this hole of thinking that everything in the world is just awful obviously we have had so many events recently like widely publicised ones. We've had COVID, we've had all the issues with police brutality in the States and in the UK and in general and we've had Syria, um, bushfires and I think it has felt like a lot for everyone because obviously social media is such a good place to discuss these issues but it's just it's so much and obviously you're feeling for everybody who's going through all these situations and I think that the term is empathy fatigue. But because you're just seeing so many awful things and you're feeling so bad about it, that it just gets quite a lot. And as we have said, that it is obviously a privilege to be able to take yourself away from that. But I think there's only so much that you know we can do. We can keep ourselves informed. We can try to raise awareness. We can donate money. But there's only so much you can do without kind of compromising your own mental health. And I think that's where kind of limiting your social media access and how much you are kind of like looking into these and reading the news on them. Um, can be really important because it really really does take its toll. I was actually reading an article that focused on this and a man called Hassan Minha suggests that closing tabs and choosing which news to focus on is so important. He says, compassion fatigue is real and empathy is a natural human emotion so it's important to guard it and if that means closing tabs we shouldn't feel guilty about it. After all if we are depriving ourselves of our own needs how can we begin to spend time, effort and energy caring for others? and I feel like that just totally totally reigns true
1: that's so true that really like sums up that point nicely because that is what it's all about is kind of looking after yourself so you can look after other people 100%. 100%. Yeah. So obviously, that is one of the impacts of social media, and maybe one of the things why we should maybe limit our use of social media. But another thing that me and Antonia speak about quite a lot is comparing yourself. Um, obviously, we did like half an episode of this on our very first podcast episode. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, but we wanted to kind of look at it again from a kind of social media perspective. And I found this, especially in lockdown, to be quite negative because. A lot of people were kind of thriving. A lot of people were doing different stuff, and you did constantly compare yourself to other people. Um, my mum, for example, during lockdown, got really kind of down in the dumps at one point. My dad was still trying to sort out some kind of work stuff. I was doing exams, and my brother was kind of just doing his own thing. But like, basically, one of my mum's friends had built like a bar in their back garden, um, and they were all having drinks with their kids and like having a great time in the sun. And my mum kind of said to me, like. Oh, I'm just so upset that we're not doing something like that, and she ended up getting quite annoyed. And I kind of just realised I was like, Mum, like if you hadn't seen that on social media, you wouldn't even be thinking about that. Like that like, you wouldn't even be annoyed. You wouldn't even know they were doing that, and you'd be fine because you were fine before. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weird thing, and it's so easy to compare yourself to people on social media. Like, Louie, for example, he recently got rid of his Instagram. He's kind of one of the people that I've been referring to before, kind of for a few reasons. And for some reason, like, it sounds so ridiculous, but it bugged me. Like, <laughs> why is that Why is that impacting me that he's deleted his social media? Like, it seems so ridiculous, but I kind of realised over time that it was annoying me because I was comparing us as a couple to other couples and like I have a lot of kind of just like couples on my Instagram feed at the moment and I was like oh that guy's posting like a really nice picture of him and his girlfriend out for lunch or like he's showing her off or whatever and we weren't like really showy showy on Instagram anyway and if you are then that's fine but like because he didn't have an Instagram account it meant he couldn't post pictures of us and for some ridiculous reason that pissed me off but I kind of realize now that that is literally just because I was comparing me and my relationship to other people's relationships I've seen online and if I didn't see them then I wouldn't care do you know what I mean
0: yeah but also like it's a comparison in a different way because you know what your relationship is like and you can see what you think their relationship is like it's more that other people can't see what your relationship is like which is obviously a big thing because then we are taking other people's opinions into account and you know holding them for a strong worth but also like my um best friend Jamie she deleted some of her Instagram photos at one point as well and she only had like three or four like left on her Instagram and I wasn't in any of them and I was like oh no I was like people are not, people aren't gonna know we're best friends I was like what and then I was like that's such a stupid thing to think why why should I care That I am not on her Instagram when I know that we're best friends. And, like, why, why would I care that some random person on social media won't know that? Like, that's just ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's so weird. Like, yeah, basically just exactly what you said. Like, you know your besties. So why do you care if Johnny from down the street doesn't know that you're besties? Who gives crap? But these things do run through your mind and it's so common. Yeah, and another thing I compare myself a lot on Instagram... Is how many likes I get in relation to other people. I know that like a lot of people do this, Um, and I do think it's interesting to get your perspective on what you think about the removal of likes on Instagram. So me and Antonia were actually part of the trial. I think when we lived in Aberdeen, like everyone's likes got eradicated and mine said and others after someone had liked my picture and I actually loved it at first like I was like this is classic no one can see my likes I can't see anybody else's likes Like so much more relaxed whatever until I went home and I realized all my pals could still see likes and I was like what the hell because I didn't realize it was like a jurisdictional thing and it was just like us in Aberdeen that had been changed and then I got so paranoid about it and I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm not getting very many likes. Everyone else could see it and I can't see anybody else's. And then when we got the muddling through page, I realized that I could see likes on that page. And as soon as we got it, I stalked all my friends. Like, I still stalked them, like, an unhealthy amount to check, like, how many likes they're getting. And that's just so weird because I've literally completely changed my tune. Like, I literally didn't care when I thought that nobody else could see them. And then as soon as somebody else could see them, I was back to comparing myself 24-7. And I just think it's quite sad, to be honest. But, yeah, what do you think about the removal of likes on Instagram?
0: Yeah, I was the same because, obviously, we both thought that nobody could see them. And it was really, really nice because you were literally just looking at pictures for what they were and I feel like even though we know that like we tell ourselves that likes don't matter we know they don't matter we know they don't mean anything like we can't help but pay attention to them and I do think that we were probably both posting a little bit more freely as well because it doesn't really matter and I do feel like I have kind of kept some of that with me moving forward but can you can you still not see that on your personal account?
1: Yeah I still, I still can't see them on my personal account. Okay
0: so I can and it kind of came up with this thing and it was like, oh, do you want to see the likes now? And I was like, well, I don't want to be the only one that can't see them. So I clicked, yeah. And I do feel like I'm much preferred when I couldn't see them. Sean actually got asked if he wanted to see them and he clicked no. He was like, I don't care. Like, I don't want to see them anymore. Like I enjoyed when I wasn't paying attention to kind of stupid stuff like that. And I was a bit like, oh, fuck. I really should have said no as well, but this is who I am. I can't help but not care. <laughs> but I do think like, As a scheme, if it were rolled out for everyone, I do think that it was a really, really, really positive move. And obviously there was issues for, like, influencers and what that meant for them, but I think they would have, you know, found ways to work around it. But it does take a toll on how people rate themselves on social media and it's a confidence knock if you put up a photo that doesn't get a lot of likes. And whilst it shouldn't, for many people, and for myself it is, it does. And it impacts how you feel. So I do think that, you know, it shouldn't be a thing. And we said that in the first podcast episode that... Um, the guy that created the like button, it was never supposed to turn into this. It was literally just supposed to be like a, hey, cool picture bro. Like it was never supposed to be like bloody currency.
1: Yeah. What would you think in general if they actually just eradicated the like button altogether? Like if you couldn't even not only see people's likes, but you just couldn't actually like it.
0: I feel like that would kind of, I don't know, defeat the purpose of social media because it's supposed to be interactive. I guess like, yeah, I, guess. <laughs> I guess like you could still comment on photos, but then I think it would almost, the comment would then turn into the next like, like how many emojis have you had commented? How many comments have you got on your thing? Otherwise you're just posting photos for it's just going into the, the abyss. You don't know.
1: Be, yeah, I didn't really think that question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we were actually speaking to a girl that listens to our podcast about this a little bit. So she had messaged... um Charlotte on Facebook actually saying that she was really enjoying the podcast sent a really nice message and she said that she would have sent it to the modeling through Instagram page but she has deleted her Instagram and we knew that we were going to do a podcast on social media so we were kind of being a little bit nosy we were like do you mind telling us a little bit about why you have deleted your Instagram and she actually sent us a really in-depth answer and one of the reasons that she gave for deleting her social media was as she says, the typical comparison habit. So she says, I did find that I had certain stunning girls, which I checked up on a lot because I was obsessed with how they looked and I didn't actually like the fact that I was viewing those girls solely for those looks. I felt bad about that because I wasn't viewing them in light of their personalities or talents or anything but purely because I thought they were pretty, which felt shallow and I wouldn't ever do that in person. As in, if I met a girl I'd like her because of her vibes or because she was nice or because we got on so I knew for a fact that viewing those girls purely for their looks was an internet habit and I didn't want to continue developing it. I felt sort of like contributing to misogynistic ideas and it didn't sit right with me. I think Instagram can be so good for healthy inspiration for people and I really like when girls build each other up but there is a thin line between dehumanizing someone as just being attractive I'm definitely not saying I was judging these girls but it felt weird not actually to know them as people I do think it can be a great support network for girls to feel empowered but just at that time I wasn't being healthy with it I was getting like a kick from girls who were prettier and thinking that I need to go to the gym to be like that it wasn't an encouraging voice it was me punishing myself. I actually felt like that was just so well said and so insightful and I had never looked in the way that I look at social media from that perspective before. Like her saying about following girls just because they're pretty, I 100% do that. Like I've had so many social media accounts and I have made an effort to try and unfollow some of them. But I hadn't ever, and this is probably... I don't know quite naive or shallow but I had never thought about it as me objectifying women like in my head that's something that men do like I can't be doing that but that's 100% like what I am doing with certain accounts and I had never thought about it like that and it really kind of hit home for me
1: yeah completely like after seeing that message I realized that I actually have a few people who I like constantly will check up on like even if I don't follow them like I'll go and find their page and stalk them and be like oh she looks stunning in that or like this or that and it's it's so bad for you and you are completely objectifying them and you're thinking, oh, they look good in that, they don't look good in that and you don't, even know these people like I don't I don't know any of these people I'm kind of just judging them from afar and thinking that that's okay and it's actually I mean it's not really
0: yeah it is and there's only so much that you can kind of deal as fashion inspiration and other kind of stuff is yet following them because of the way that you look or her saying that she was kind of getting a kick to you know use as a motivation to go and exercise and stuff I've also done that because I'm like okay if I follow this many amazing looking girls surely it's going to get into my head that I need to start eating better exercising more like somehow that's just going to go within me and it's so unhealthy
1: yeah so we're not trying to say obviously don't follow who you want and don't follow pretty people and don't follow people that have nice outfits I'm not saying that I'm just saying that if you realize it's becoming unhealthy for you then don't feel that you are doing a bad thing by unfollowing those people for your own mental health
0: yeah I think it's just important to be in tune with the reasons as to why you're following certain accounts and pay attention to them And the girl that messaged in actually says that it has been around two or three months since she deleted social media and she doesn't miss it at all and she does feel a lot better than she did before. So that is wonderful.
1: Yeah, so another kind of negative side effect of social media is worrying what other people think of you. So social media can be really triggering if you kind of get anxious a lot because you are putting up things for the whole world to see or not even the whole world to see but just like the amount of followers that you have and that can really kind of aggravate any anxious thoughts that you might have. There's often like random things for me that I want to kind of post on my stories and I don't post because I'm like oh somebody's gonna think that's really loserish, or nobody will care about that but like it's my Facebook, it's my Instagram and I should be able to post whatever I want to. Like, see, when I was younger, I remember ages ago, like, I used to post so much random shit. Like, I posted this picture of, like, the, the longest chip I've ever seen. And it was like, longest chip of, like, a love heart. <laughs> and, like, some things like that now, I'm like, oh, I would love to post this on my story. This is funny. And they're like, oh, I don't, because somebody's going to look at my story and think that's just stupid. And I think that is kind of just shows the way that Instagram has progressed into this kind of you have to be really pristine and clean and polished with all your kind of posts and whatever it's not kind of just a free-for-all and you do worry what people are going to think of you and think of your photos and think of your posts on Facebook and whatever and that can be really stressful for a lot of people.
0: Yeah 100% it's actually kind of funny the way that the different apps have evolved so like I don't really use Snapchat anymore but when I did if I had the longest chip I'd be posting that on Snapchat, but I wouldn't post it on Instagram because Instagram is the place where you do kind of want to portray your life in the best way that it can and it ain't for long chips. But it is kind of funny that even looking at those comparisons you do portray yourself in different ways just kind of depending on the group of people and that is really sad as well because as you said it's your social media you should kind of make it what you want but people don't really feel like they can
1: yeah and hopefully that is something that will maybe move towards like in the future is kind of people just not really caring what other people think of you i do think that like even sometimes with like my mom posts so much random stuff on facebook and sometimes i'm like mom nobody fucking cares what you had for dinner do you know what i mean i'm like why have you posted that but at the same time I quite like the fact that she just posts what she wants. And I think that that's something I would like to work towards in the future. My
0: dad does that as well. He has, he loves Instagram. He has so many posts. He posts like almost every day. And it's always like something of the day. So today it was insect of the day.
1: <laughs> Other oh, days it was flowers of the day. <laughs> and I'm like, he, he just an, posts
0: because he loves it.
1: <laughs> I follow Antonio's dad on Instagram. And honestly, I think he's my favourite person to follow. It's so wholesome. <laughs>
0: And finally, something I think that we can all relate to as one of the hardest side effects from social media is bloody FOMO. Fear of missing out. Horrific. I definitely get this. I feel like I've not had it so much recently over the last couple of years. May well be because we've been in a pandemic. It may be coming to bite me again. But it is honestly one of the worst things, especially like if you've been invited to something and you can't go, or even worse, you haven't been invited and everyone's having the best time and you're sitting at home doing nothing, it's actually one of the worst feelings and it really makes you kind of doubt yourself, think, why am I not, you know, fun enough to go or been invited or whatever. It's just it's a bad thing
1: yeah it's totally even for me I don't know why I get FOMO when I've said no to things sometimes like if people are like, oh do you want to come out tonight and I'm like oh I'm so tired I'm like no no I'm all right I'm gonna like stay at home and like have pamper night or whatever and then I'll be like sitting in the bath face mask on like watching people's stories like fuck's sake why did I not go I feel so shit blah 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 blah. but if I didn't have social media and I didn't see that I'd just be enjoying my bath I know. You know what I mean and in another sense I'm obviously saying all this stuff about social media and sometimes think about deleting like certain apps like Instagram or whatever so I don't get FOMO. But at the same time, I never want to be out of the loop. So if I deleted those apps, I feel like I would end up getting FOMO anyway. So it's a complete catch-22 in a sense.
0: Yeah, I think one of the main reasons why I don't want to delete social media is purely because of FOMO. Because you don't want to miss out on what everybody else is seeing. It's like, I guess... Biggest- Antonia,
1: it's never-ending. It's oh. never ending. It's <laughs> not something bad that happened. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just just thinking about it and it's actually just baffling me. It's never a bloody ending, is it?
0: That's true. Well, what we actually need to do is stop being such negative ninnies. What is it? Negative
1: <laughs> negative nancy <laughs> and uh, she was like we need to be such positive Nancys." i was like i think it's positive pollies negative Nancy's antonia where have you been <laughs> living under a rock for the past 22 years who knows
0: i don't know why i can't get this right but what we need to do is think about some ways that we can help ourselves and others to not feel overwhelmed by social media so that we can keep using it if we want to in healthy ways because i ain't deleting it
1: no And, like, I enjoy it, like, a lot of the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what we said at the outset. This We're not trying to say social media. We're just kind of trying to bring the problems to light and make you feel like you're not alone if you do feel any of these ways because we do too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, One of the things that we want to try is actually to do a no social media day next week. So what day do we want to do? I'm thinking, like, a midweek
1: day let's pick a mundane day
0: just so it's easier just so we ease ourselves in okay so next tuesday we're going to do a no social media day and we are going to actually invite all of y'all to also do a no social media day if you are feeling like you maybe need a break so no twitter no instagram no facebook for a full day and we can see how we feel and if we enjoy it and we feel a little bit more at ease and we feel like we've had a break then i think it could be something useful to utilize weekly and kind of have a set period off that you have from social media as well so something we can try together
1: yeah definitely i'm actually i'm actually pretty excited about this i'm pretty stoked stoked Stoked. (laughs) that was a Cool word <laughs> that's really American, doesn't it? It's I'm so stoked. And um, yeah, another way to kind of not feel overwhelmed by social media, especially if you do get anxious or worried about kind of what other people are thinking of you. And um, a lot of people I know have made like family and friends Instagram accounts, so kind of letting a lot less people follow them and people that they know they can trust and that they want seeing their posts and are you know up for seeing their pictures of really really long chips. Um, And this has made them feel so much more comfortable. So if you are like in that situation, then I would definitely recommend doing that
0: kind of interesting that obviously that is a useful suggestion but that is basically what social media was invented for in the first place was literally for your close friends and family like that's the whole concept and now you have potentially thousands of followers of people that you don't know but yeah I really like that idea it's refreshing to kind of go back to stage one in that sense as well
1: exactly going back to your roots um, and also just with regards to comparisons we've said it before but we're going to say it again and I do think it's really important remember to try and not compare your kind of behind the scenes with someone else's highlighted reel obviously we definitely do that social media is not a true depiction of your life at least not most of the time anyway I mean my social media certainly isn't a completely true depiction of mine so try to not compare yourself
0: I actually compare myself to myself like you know how much I watch my own highlights on Instagram and I'm like oh my god that was the best year of my life and obviously because my highlights are only filled with the stories of the best things that happen and I'm like holy hell, that was such a good year. And I obviously forget all the whatever shit happened in between. So, I mean, if it's that easy to compare yourself to yourself, it's obviously 10 times easier to compare yourself to somebody else. So we have to try to avoid that. And remember that obviously these are the best events that people are showing and there are always hard times in between. Okay, so that moves us on to the things we are loving. So this week, the thing I'm loving is an app called Offscreen. (laughs) Screen. (laughs)
1: absolutely not this is my thing that I am loving this week and Antonia is trying to steal it so the thing I am loving this week is an app it's not even called off screen it's called off time so she's got it wrong (laughs) but this app hones in on mindfulness by allowing you to block what distracts you most so basically social media and you can also break down what you can and can't access for specific times um, like work family or me time making it even easier to separate work and play and the app also shows you how much time you spend on your phone and on specific apps which will give you a bit of a wake-up call disclaimer i actually do not use this app um but i do think i am going to download it after this because i have seen it like a few people mention it over time and i think it would be a good one to try out i can't believe you tried <laughs> to steal my thing that i'm loving i I'm can't out. think what are you of any
0: i can't think of any that are related so you know i'm just gonna have to give a book recommendation i'm sorry that's really boring but it's 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 on your phone but it's on audible i mean i'm sure it's in book format at the moment as well but i've been listening to it whilst i have been running and it's been making me forget about my running so that's good it's called how to kill your family and it's by bella mackie <laughs> <laughs>
1: Savage. <laughs> and it's really,
0: really good book. It's basically about this girl who actually does kill her family, but it isn't as dark and sinister as it sounds. Well it is, but in a lighthearted, funny way. And um, she has good reason for some of them. But it's very easy listening, and it's a good way to kind of stay off your phone. So that's my Audible recommendation for this week. And with that being said, that is moving us on to the cheesy quote. Charlotte, are you ready?
1: Yes, <laughs> I am. Just trying to find it on my phone. <laughs> There's loads of savage quotes about social <laughs> media so on bad. Can I actually just read a few of them? Yeah, just read a they're, few. They're so savage. So one of them is put down your phone and pick up your life, which I think is just so savage. <laughs> and then I found another one, honestly, I just can't believe this, that says, never before has a generation so diligently recorded themselves accomplishing so little. And I was like, wow, these are really hitting me hard. Burn. But they're awfully burn literally they're awfully negative so that is not the quote of the week i'm really sorry but the quote of the week is don't use social media to impress people use it to impact people And I liked that because that is the whole point in social media. And that is what it should be used for. It's used for connection and for love and for good purposes. And that is what we're trying to convey in this podcast. Hopefully we've conveyed it at least in some good form. But thank you so much for tuning in and listening this week. We will be back next week with our season two finale episode. Again, the time is absolutely blown by and um, so thank you so much for following along with us this season and we massively appreciated so we hope you all have a great week and we will see you soon bye